Ugh. Oy vey. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try. I'm going to try real hard. Uh, not to just devolve into gnashing of te- teeth and... Um, the hate fest? Yeah. The, I think the name of the episode, rather than The Damned, might have been um, Treading Water. Um, uh, really drawing shit out. I mean, those are not as snappy, I realize. But they would be more accurate. Okay, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Um, this episode has um, all of our groups coming together for a mini fronted attack. Looks like the Alexandrians are going for the munitions crew. This is Aaron's plan. Jesus, Terra, and the Hilltop folks are going to the satellite station. While Morgan, Diane, and the Kingdom also go to the satellite station. It, I don't know why. Um... Everybody's converging on a, on a seemingly small spot because it only took a handful of them to take out the savers that were there last time. But it has been reinforced. There is a walker moat. Um, Rick and Daryl are at Negan HQ, which seems like a larger place. Yeah, they like, would require more bodies. Maybe that's what Carol and Jerry and Ezekiel and that crew from the kingdom were rolling up for. But they had to go on an errand to catch the guy so he doesn't blow the surprise um yeah so that i think that's that's what was you know planned and the the second prong of this attack and and then i'm confused almost immediately um i'm just having problems with the logic of the narrative i'm having problems with what the show tells me it's about to be and then what the show does and how it, it just, it keeps relying on some, I'm not going to say the word lazy. It just keeps relying on some stuff that I'm just confused by. Okay. Maybe it's, maybe it's a thinking problem on my part, but Rick says in the season opener of season eight, that no one, only one person has to die. That would be Negan. Then we talked about, in that season opener, he has a clear shot with an automatic fucking weapon and nine million people with him and manages to miss him. But we'll get to the shooting skills of this group. But, you know, Rick is a former cop anyway. And he's been in the apocalypse for several years now. So, okay. So he only says one person has to die. But Aaron's group from the Alexandrian crew, they roll up on Mara's munitions crew and just kills a bunch of them. Okay? So if one person is the only one that needs to die, I don't understand seeing this. So a bunch of people get mowed down, and and the plan was not to storm the group, you know, and to, to push in, but to turn everybody into the dead and then they turn on themselves. I mean, that's a clever idea. I thought that was pretty clever. I mean, and that I was like that. the most clever thing. It was. It was a. It was of a the clever, episode. It could have been the most clever thing. Uh, what's not? Um, I don't think we should be doing this at this day and age to feature that many automatic weapons and and barely hit a barn door at this stage. Um, 
the people who are going here again, we're we're in we're deep into the apocalypse. We're deep into it. So you don't have a bunch of people out there who don't know what they're doing with weapons. Tobin, all those guys. I mean, they might be a little new at it, but they've been target practicing back at Alexandria. Um, you know, Aaron has got to be a good shot by now. Maybe he's a, you know just a recon guy, but again, these guys are not all. And they're sending Eric in, you know, Eric's going to push in and, and he's going to, you know, make a dent, him and Francine and all that kind of stuff. But it's just really tough for me to watch that many people with that many automatic weapons. Because what an automatic weapon's purpose is in the hands of, say, someone who's not really good at shooting is that you hit something. Um, so it's very frustrating. Oh yeah, and and how we live in the United States. We know what guns do, right? And we, I'm not saying it needs to be brutal, like the horrible shit that we see in real life. But oh, it just seems like it's done for aesthetics and not for any kind of logical deal. And they're just waste. They're just in a world where guns and munitions are very hard to come by it's it's hard to see people just waste this many bullets in these two episodes like when they shot out the windows in in uh, the premiere that's taken directly from the comics and it's to you know draw the horde to the site to help invade but we didn't need it I guess honking a horn would do the same thing. Yeah, and or, or Daryl blowing up like those six, seven things or the other fucking bombs they planted anyway. So I get it. I get, I get, I don't get it. Anyway, so okay, that, that was frustrating to watch. And then, um, and the bad news is Eric got shot. I, I hate that. Like Eric, we haven't spent a whole lot of time with him, but... Um, he kind of knew he was, though. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, I, again, I feel like when we when these characters like die or get wounded, it feels a little chicken shit at this point. All right. So then, all of a sudden, another out of the blue thing is all of a sudden Jesus and Tara have beef. Now they've had no beef up until now that I've noticed. I mean, was there something brewing under the surface that I fucking missed? But all of a sudden, Jesus and Tara, in the middle of this all-out war. I wouldn't call it all out war. I would call it like, well, we're thinking about maybe going to war at some point. It may or may not be all out. Anyway, that's a lot longer to put on the poster. But all of a sudden, Jesus and Tara have beef. And I, I, for me, it came out of nowhere. I must have been missing something from the past. And then we come upon a savior, and he's in a closet, and he pisses himself. This is Dean. And we saw this a mile away. This is... Again, this is season two shit, maybe, where you have the guy pleading for his life, and he turns around and does exactly the same thing. Yeah, it seems uh, about right, season two shit. And then Jesus and Tara are, are, you know, we are not here for revenge. And then all of a sudden we had to remember that Tara had a girlfriend, and the Savers killed her, and... <sighs> yeah, this is the kind of, like, this is the exact same thing that... I said was sort of cool about the last episode was that everyone was on the same page. 
Now we got Jesus and Tara just not knowing what's... I mean, shoot the motherfucker in the face, please, and it let's move on. See, if we're in the place where we're all at war and we're balls out, it would have been very satisfying to go in and they both just unloaded their guns into him. Or, you know, you want to do it, you want to do it. And yeah. then Jesus gets the headshot and we move on. But no, 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 no. We've got to stop down and have this fucking shit right now. Okay? So it doesn't feel satisfying. I mean, like, meanwhile, I mean, like, aren't we here to avenge these two huge deaths of Abraham and Glenn? Isn't that sort of the big push here and all the stuff that's been doing? The, the bullying and the bullshit and, and all the crap we've had to put up with the past, what, two seasons? Yeah. And even, you know, in that scene, logistically, right outside the door is that other group of right. people shooting down the hallway. So just logically, it doesn't make sense. It made, it made no sense. You know, Diane right there. She was right there. She could have just popped this fool, mm-hmm. move it along, mm-hmm. and then, you know, we have – is it a – Advance the story, you mean? Exactly. Like, oh. They're, they're, Ooh, they're picking nice. these, like, conflicts within people. Mm. Like, I, I just got to say it now because this is the same thing. What the fuck is up with Morgan? It, does he have to have another crisis? Yeah. Was it like, I don't kill, now yeah. I kill, but now I'm not going to kill, or yeah, I'm going to go back to kill? All of a sudden, he leaves a stick in the woods, Ugh. so he's going to pre-trip. Then he gets inside, and he, he, he's left for dead. Okay, So he gets up, and then he goes on this fucking killing spree. I thought that whole, where, he, where they open the door, and they, they get shot, and all of them three down, and then we see Morgan later on before the commercial. Mm-hmm. He's not. I just thought that was stupid. And like he pops back, and then and it triggers his PSTD, his his killy killy kill kill, and he he's just all of a sudden just shooting, you know, like you know he's shooting the way Tara and uh, Jesus should be shooting, because they're on the frontward attack. What he does manage to do in his, you know, be tripping. Shoot, shooting spree is that he is cleaning out the hallways from the rear, so he you know gives the group a, a, a bigger advantage because he he kills what twelve people, so he gets to come out on the other side, and they got all the saviors that have lined up. You know, here's Jesus going, hey, you know, we're I'm going to talk to Maggie, and she's going to see it my way, and this is how we're going to do it. These people surrendered. She's like, well, I'm going to talk to Rick because Rick makes great decisions. We know he's the most level-headed guy in the fucking group, and then you got him wandering out into the sun, and I'm like, are we? Are we doing this again? It's like they're lucky that, that Jesus and Tara ran into them because what's his name? Morgan would just murderize everyone. And he went up to that one guy. And, and it would have like, been satisfying, though. He should have just shot him. Yeah, and just shot that guy. Come on. Okay. I mean, if, we're gonna, if this is what we're going to do, we're going we're gonna to lay down bullets and shoot, 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 and not hit, any, hit anything. And at least shoot some, at least hit somebody one time. Okay, then you got King Ezekiel and Carol and Jerry. Oh, uh, but but uh, wasn't it Eric got hit? But Eric gets hit. Eric, the guy that you know, and Francine, she gets hit. Yeah, yeah. Because we're really attached. Okay, so Zeke, Carol, Jerry out in the woods are uh, that little crew is on this this errand to to capture the dude who's going to you know let the cat out of the bag, um, pun intended. So that they won't have a surprise attack for wherever they're going. I'm, yeah, I still I'm don't even know. It's I don't HQ. know where they're going. I mean, it can't be Rick and Daryl just grabbing a bunch of guns. Even if you have twenty guns, you only got two fucking hands. So hopefully they're going to Negan HQ. Okay, so they're in the woods, and we got we got King Ezekiel monologuing. And now, what is he monologuing again? This is what he tells Carol. Is is he's talking about you know the illusion of being in charge in the Shakespearean way? Okay, we've already done this. 
We have already had this scene between the two of them by the firelight when he was hitting on her. He has already fucking told Carol, he's already told her that this is how he rolls. So when he says one more fucking time, fake it till you make it, baby. I'm like, do we not? It's tired. Is there anybody in the writer's room? Is what's happening in there? Is what's going on? I don't know. The fuck, guys? Kirkman is, is... Swinging his dick around and no one's telling him to put it away. Nice, we've already come on. We don't have anything else to say. Morgan's gonna do more shit. He's gonna, yeah. Let's let's cook up a beef between Tara and Jesus. And then here's the best fight scene of the night for me. Rick is, you know, him and Daryl split off. Daryl's tripping, by the way. He sees his old dog food Sammy cell in the handcuffs, and so he's tripping. Oh, that's right. Now he, yeah. So he's, you know, wandering around. No, we don't have our ball sack together. We're all just like, we're we're all having, like, introspection in the middle of a goddamn siege. But okay, okay, fine. So then Rick goes, and he's about to go for those guns. And I'm thinking he's going to, like, uncover Negan's ladies' lairs and stuff like that and free a bunch of, of uh, chicks from the might as well fake, you know. Negan uh, wives. The, yeah, the Negan wives, the addicted to love uh, Palmer girls. and No, but that doesn't happen. So this guy comes and fights for his life. And this has got to be, I think they just gave a featured ro- role to a stunt guy because that guy fought like a stunt dude. Um, and they were, there was a great scene between Andy Lincoln and this, um, you know, Grace, Grace de God, whatever, He's yeah. fighting Gracie Daddy. Gracie Daddy. He's just fighting balls out, and we find out that yeah, the reason he's fighting this way and fighting like so fiercely is because there's a baby in the next room. Now, that's that scene was awesome, and that is great. And and Andy takes him down, and then he has this moment. He's like, "Oh my God, there's a baby!" And then he turns right into Weepy Rick. Before we get to Weepy Rick and what happens next, let's talk about the fact that Grace has a daddy at all. Aren't we in the Savior's compound where all of the women have been rounded up? Right? That's right. So is Grace's mama not attractive enough to be Negan's lady? Is Negan allowing babies to be happening? Shit, if I know. Were they recent roll-ups to the Savior crew? Because if I'm a new parent, I'm going to roll with the guy who makes you kneel, all the... It made no sense to even have a baby there. It was very distracting. It was so fucking distracting. And it's only there so Rick can look in the mirror one more fucking time and start breaking down so he doesn't have his guard up. Again, we're doing this in the middle of a fucking siege when we're supposed to be all out war. The posters are telling us this is what the show is going to be. But everybody's tripping and starting shit with each other. And then who rolls up on him? You don't hear him just rolling up on you. He's just right there, but who's this guy? Yeah. Was it Morales? It's Morales. From back in season one, before they all go to the CDC, him and his wife and his child decide to split off and make for bigger climbs. And this is what he's chosen, okay? People people make choices. Who knows what what led him to this place? Who knows why any of these people would follow a guy like Negan, who's just, really, we had assholes when the world was intact, why you would even choose to follow Negan in this world says something about you. But anyway. They're, it's like their aha moments or their things where they're, you know, these, these inward introspective, you know, uh, um, ideas that make one think. They're just like so cheap and dumb. They're just 
broke ass. They're, yeah, it's they're... not that I have any hate for Morales. No, I mean I liked the actor for the brief two seconds that I spent with him. I had to look him up. You had to tell me, and that still I had to go find. Yeah. I totally don't remember you. So how am I supposed to be like, oh, that guy was so amazing? What? Yeah. The fuck. It's just it doesn't. It's I can't do it. I can't no. be positive. I can't. Oh. Yeah. Remember we said we weren't gonna do it. Well, I'm, fuck uh, you know that. What? You know I'm doing what the show's doing. Yeah. Said I wasn't gonna do this thing, and yeah. here I am. So how does that feel? Yeah. Show. <laughs> We're gonna hit the ground running. Fuck. Okay. Running so out then, of bullets. So he's captured. So now Rick, weepy Rick, is Morales's bitch. While. And Morales is called Negan, who wasn't in this episode. I don't know if that's a mercy or not, but... Who, I mean, even if he does call Negan, Negan's stuck inside of a trailer with Father Gabriel, surrounded right. by... I mean, so what the... I mean, right. honestly... He's probably still talking about shitting pants. You know, I it's get, like, what are you going to... Really, what are you going to do? I'll try to be positive. The highlights of this episode for me were, is always Jerry. Yes. I love Jerry. Yeah, that was fun. I love that Dean... Um, Probably had the thing for Jesus. I feel like they were connecting. I feel like, you know, in other times they probably would have dated, gone out a little bit. I just felt like he said when uh, he kept calling him beautiful man and talking about how cute he was. So I think Dean was feeling Jesus. So you know, maybe they'll get together. Those two wacky kids can work it out. Um, or, you know, now that Eric's probably going to be dead, you know, Aaron and Jesus are free to date. Okay, the gooey walker was pretty cool. Greg Nicotero likes to show us off uh, that whole... It's not even really Greg's. It's his... That team is... They do their own work. Greg is not doing all this stuff. So Greg's... Uh, the, the, the special effects team on the show uh, knows how to do these walkers. And there was a great scene, uh, a nice little um, feature scene where Morgan's rattling the gate at the moat, and you get to see the screen filled with all those faces. The show does that very, very well. That was they cool. continue doing that. Uh, Shiva eating that dude was pretty rad. You know, that CGI tiger chomping on that um, that stunt dude. Um, that was uh, that was pretty that was pretty fucking uh, delightful. That's That's what the show does well. I get it. We've talked about this a million times. I get that everybody loves working on the show. I get that it's hot as balls in Georgia. I get that... It is a labor-intensive love. But what I'll always say is that we are not on that crew. We are not making that money. We're, having, we're the ones who are watching it. And the ratings are dropping. And I'm, I'm, I don't know if I can do all these episodes. Because I don't like doing a podcast where we shit on it. Yeah. But I'm also... I put... Dude, I put seven years into this fucking thing. Yeah, we've invested seven years. But you know what? I mean... Look, if 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 we go and decide that we're not going to, this is going to be our farewell podcast of Walking <laughs> Dead, so be it. Because yeah. I don't I don't want to talk about it either. I mean, like honestly, the only part of this show that I liked was when Ezekiel asked Jerry what befell this thing, and Jerry looks at it like motherfucker, I befell it literally. So I mean that is that is the only thing that was enjoyable about this episode. And also like Dean's, uh, I liked the the lines they gave to Dean. You know, do you know how hard it is to like piss yourself? Like your your dick doesn't know. It's yeah. like yeah, your dick needs to be outside. I mean, there's there's the show has just gotten what these people have gotten way too cocky about something that ain't shit. Yeah, they're, they they yeah. And this show has had some amazing moments. I feel like. I know them. Um, I feel like 
I used to feel connected to the show. And it's one of those things. Again, why do you like shows? Why don't you watch something else? I agree. And I should. And why go and do a podcast and bitch about it? Um, yeah, exactly. So will we do this again? I don't know. It is so painful to watch this happen to a show that could could be amazing. It has all of the elements. They have budget. They have some actors that could tap into some things. It's all there. And again, maybe Frank Darabont was a dick. I don't know what happened there. Um, I don't know what happened with those guys that got this show started. But, you know, you don't have a Brian Fuller to hand. You don't have a... I don't know if these guys are understanding just what a fucking bummer it is to watch this show. And considering that what else is on there? On on television right now. Yeah. That is, I mean, we talked about this last time, and again, I don't want to repeat, but I'm going to have to. It's like, this is 2017, dudes. You've got, we live in a post-Breaking Bad world. We live in a universe where Game of Thrones exists, where, I mean, other even network shows just... We could go on and on. There's a, just, the just Americans. Yeah, the Americans. Just, American fucking gods has been on television yeah. by now, guys. I mean, on their own network. It's like everybody got comic, money now. They have a comic book adaption to live action adaption in Preacher that hit the ground running. Oh, season two is a little slow. I get it. They had to, I feel like they treaded some water there a little bit. But I mean, my God. And what they did with Preacher is they're like, fuck it. We're going to do an origin story. We're going to go over here. And they're working with the original guy who created that comic book. And it's a collaboration, you can see. But I don't think that's going on here is a collaboration. I think it's like somebody wants to be in charge and, and thinks they know story better. And that may be work in the pages of a comic book. Well, the whole thing with well, the... What the f- fuck are we doing the whole thing with the fear of the walking dead and, and this guy getting out to do this other show it's mm-hmm. like you're getting a chance to, and, and a lot of people get to do this just run amok mm-hmm. and it's it's you know it yeah. sucks yeah the show really sucks the show the show sucks you know and, and it makes no fucking sense and also I, can yeah. we just talk about shit like this this is why and now they're fucking with the one character that I actually still give a fuck about. Because I don't think I care. I give a shit about anybody on the show anymore. Yeah. Except for Carol. Yeah. Okay. And Jerry. I like Jerry. Um, I really, all of a sudden, Carol can tell Walker blood from a wounded human's blood. Yeah. Really? She was, she was like, looking at it going, oh, no, that's, that's not waster blood. I understand that Carol is a badass. And I understand that. You know, Carol can do amazing things. And see, that's what I, this is what makes me so mad is that Carol rescuing Terminus was so satisfying yeah, and good. Yeah. It was brutal. It was unrelenting. She shot that bitch, you know, right up in the face, like left her to be eaten. It was just the show has had moments where I, we know it's possible. We know it's there. We know it exists for the show to be awesome. It is so unawesome right now. Yeah, and even even that attack. I was really it, mad watching this episode. It was like even that that attack on Terminus had a logical progression to it, and it didn't drag on and on. I didn't get to know the now those hairs just, of you know the main termite. They're just like 
we got three groups just shooting things up. We have no idea why they're going to these places. And for um, I mean, Ezekiel, I, I have no idea where the fuck he's going. They're hitting on all these fronts and stuff. But again, it's like what they did. Okay, I'm like, okay, I, I was forgiving as much as I could be that we took two motherfucking seasons to get here. That we lost two great characters. That we went through all of this shit of you get beat down, you get beat down, you get beat down, you get beat down. And then you rise up. I mean, it... It's it's the trope. It's the thing. It's out there. It's this is just storytelling one on one. They've been they did it back in the cave, but you, you took two seasons to get here, and now you're you're doing the same old bullshit. You're pussing out. You're starting conflict. People are are tripping. Who were like we, they were good. I don't give a fuck about Morgan's internal struggle at this point. Yeah. At this point, I'm so mad. It's like just one of you needs to die. I don't think I'd be shocked by any of the deaths. No, I would be because the show doesn't have the balls to pull off major deaths. So, like, get prepared for major deaths. I think by the time we get there, I don't know. Like, literally, Fear the Walking Dead was so fucking miserable. One of the actors just asked, like, it's like literally the pilot of the beginning of this last season, which I hear was better. I I will never find out. Like, he literally. I'll never know. Like, the main dude is like. Throw me out of a helicopter! <laughs> You're just like, oh yeah, uh, what's his I'm name? Throw myself yeah. in. Yeah. Um, Cliff Howard? No, I can't no, remember his not, name. Probably not. It's it's something like that. But it's like he was in Training Day. But all of these guys are having such a good time, and that's great. And they're all getting um, salary boosts. That's awesome. It's awesome. But that's not happening to me. And I feel like. I get a little annoyed because I don't want to reward something that just is not even fucking trying. It doesn't even care. And that whole thing with like we're gonna hit the we're gonna start hit you know this hit the ground running from episode one. It's like no. Well, okay, not. maybe your definition is different than my definition, right? Because you hit the ground running, that means you're going somewhere. You're moving this storyline, and you're doing it logically. This is just. And just just nonsense words like Rick going, you know, even if we've already won, you literally have not already won. You don't say already won before shit like this. You don't say already won if you haven't done the battle. Nobody stands on the beach at Normandy and says we've already won. No, but a a few thousands, hundred thousands of you need to get mowed down and then you got to go fucking take – not just the beach, but you got to get up the hill and you got to take all those those bunkers. Yeah, you, nobody stands there. No moron stands there and says we already won. Ain't one shit, bitch. And then not and you're doing the opposite yeah. of winning when you start weeping into the with the mirror when you realize that you killed Gracie's dad. You you're not winning when you're tripping balls in the hallway and like, am I Zen master? Or am I not Zen master? You would have won if you'd come outside and at least killed that one guy who's been a douche monkey this entire time. Yep. Go right up to him and put a bullet right in the middle of his fucking head. Yeah. Yeah. Like and, there was no, yeah. like not one death. You had how many opportunities just to go bam, 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 bam. There were long distance kills. Mara, I guess got, you know, her sassy self bitten on by one of her buddies but it still falls flat when we're we're just we're we're doing this this season. And you know, I have I've got a couple of friends who just who said it. They're like, that show has never been a good show. I don't know why you watch it. Yeah, I've I've had people tell me that too. And I'm like, but it's they're like, no. 
because I can <laughs> no. be I can be kind of snotty and like there's just stuff I don't want to waste my time on. I know that people love those shows. I'm not going to name those shows. You love that show. It's easy to figure out. They're serving it to you on a silver platter. But even this doesn't even serve like one of those shows does. What there's, was the yeah. conflict in any of this? What did we even get done? Killed the shit out of a bunch of saviors. After saying we only need to kill one. Mm-hmm. And they answered no real questions. And this is, this is the thing. Jesus said, we don't kill workers. Okay, we don't want to kill the workers. But when they opened that garage door, every single one of those people were armed. Those aren't workers. That's right. They will kill you if you don't kill them. Right. Sack up. Kill the enemy. Yeah. And give us a new enemy, at least. I just... Oh. Yeah, I'm with you there. I mean, I think I'm, you know, I felt this during the governor days. And when they resurrected the governor and they brought him back around, I'm like, you guys really don't know where to go, do you? I mean, even though you have the comics as a roadblock, which I don't think is also a good way to go either. There's so, there's way, there's a lot of shows. Life is short. Yeah. I don't think I'm saying all this because I just had crazy dental surgery. Because you haven't had dental surgery, and I think we were sitting next to each other feeling the same kind of seething anger. Of, like that, that, you know, I'm wasting my time. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste my time either. So I don't know. This may be it yeah. for this season. Um, or we may come back in a few episodes and just see where, where it went. Because I don't want to do this every week. No. I don't want to do this. We, we said this before. I don't want to get on the podcast and go, what the fuck? Um, but that was a what the fuck moment. I feel like I was just, if you want to like do this four episodes of showing this war from all these different places just to get track, traction and lay down your time and make your money, great. Um, unless you put it into one episode, for me, oi. Oi. Uh, thank God, Mr. Robots on this week. Um, we are, you're, you got a clock in a bunch of Stranger Things because Stranger Things podcast is coming. Yeah. That is a show that is the opposite of this, where, uh, season two is even better than season one. And I love all these people. It's just good popcorn, mystery, monster, music. I love the time period. Um, there was a couple of things I was like, meh, but Stranger Things is back, and wow, those guys, those guys, maybe we should call up uh, a couple other guys, give them some advice. Maybe I'll, uh, I'll watch it while I'm grilling tonight. Yeah, I think- um, Start, episode, uh, start we're doing, season one. What we're doing, World Series, do we have a World Series tonight? Not tonight, they're travel, travel so, day. So we'll, we'll get some Stranger Things clocked in tonight, we'll have that podcast for you pretty soon, um, and then Robot, of course. Yeah, robot. And then we'll just have to see about Walking Dead. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I want to come back and do a podcast with you unless we feel no. we're feeling better about it. Yeah, and it's not, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't feel it that I need to watch it. I don't need to reserve Sunday night for Walking Dead. Yeah, I think maybe a Monday Tuesday watch, and then if it if it starts getting better, we'll hop back on and and say, hey, this was kind of cool. But if not, yeah, I don't think it. You know, they don't. I don't think we're going to make a huge dent in anybody's you know, viewership or pocketbooks. Because you know what? I don't think they're listening. No. I just don't think they're listening. I think that 
when you've been the the king of the heap for so long, maybe you stop listening. But speaking of the heap, heapsters again. Yeah. I don't know. Were they there? No. Why even introduce these people? Yeah, I don't know. Again, they they throw these things in there as plot devices, and you're just like, okay, all right. Okay, uh, I'm gonna let's. I gotta get my hair cut, so let's go do that. Yeah, and uh, go and pick something to grill and go watch Stranger Things. Sounds good. You guys have a great week. Uh, sorry we were such a bummer, but you know it wasn't our fault. Somebody should have made a better television show. Uh, I feel like the damned. I have a good time uh, with whatever you're doing and uh, take care of yourselves. And we will we will be talking to you very soon. Very soon, Robot Wednesday. <laughs>